You're listening to the Walk Around Knowledge Podcast with Lil Millie, where I break down topics I've learned while securing my legacy. Think about it as knowledge you should be armed with while you navigate through life. Let's take a walk. Welcome back to another episode of Walk Around Knowledge. Last episode, we talked about the time where I went from just existing to living, which included leaving my full-time job. And so this week, we're going to talk about the start. Like, I'm out here now. No consistent income coming in every two weeks. And so now it's time to step up and see what, you know, what I'm made of. So when I launched Can't Stay Put, let's be clear, I was launching a brand. It wasn't a business yet. I didn't have any idea how I was going to make any money, but I knew I had something very unique and specific to myself. And I also realized that a lot of times the answers come from the journey. And I know for most people, we like to know how things are going to work before we start. But that just wasn't the case. And I was cool with not really knowing how I was going to make this thing work. And so the first thing for me was if I'm presenting myself as this inspirational explorer, the title I made up, it wasn't enough to tell people that I had some type of authority in this space. I needed to show people. Right. And so the the thought became, all right, Laura, how can you figure out a way to can't stay put? You know what I mean? on a budget too, because you're not making any money. You have this little reserve from your job and you no longer have any overhead expenses, no rent. You're committed to this nomad lifestyle, living on people's couches. And so what ended up happening was it was like, okay, who do I know or who do I know out of the country or how can I try to leverage my network to try to get this thing off the ground? And so the first couple of things I was doing was traveling with family, um, And so from there, I was like, all right, Lauren, you need to put together a real project, like the first official can't say put project. And I remember sitting on my best friend's couch in L.A., Victoria, shout out (laughs) to Vic. Um, And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Southeast Asia. She was like, girl, what? I was like, I'm going to go to Southeast Asia. I have no money. I'm probably like "Mm, two months into entrepreneurship, if you will. And I was like, I'm going to go to Southeast Asia and I'm going to showcase how to travel on $30 a day. And at that moment, I changed the screensaver on my phone, my computer to this region because I wanted to be engulfed with what I was working on. And so I put together a proposal and just started sending it out like, you know, my name is Lauren Rosa Miller. This is what I'm doing. This is my story. I'm trying to raise, you know, funding. And I got a whole lot of no's. I got a whole lot of ignoring me. I got to like, you know, it sound like you're trying to lead your life. Um, it sound like you need to just go get a National Geographic book and look up what, you know, Southeast Asia. Um, so people didn't really understand what I was trying to do. Cause for some people it's like, it seems like you're trying to run away from your life. Like you having a quarter life crisis, which I was, but what I had to communicate to people was like, this is something that's very specific to me. I don't know how this thing is going to work. I don't know what your returns going to be, but I know I can make something out of this. You know what I mean? I need for you to trust that, you know, I'm going to make something out of this. Historically, I've never put myself, I've never made like dumbass decisions, right? You know, not that it's mean anything. Like I majored in biology, minor in chemistry. Like, you know, I'm, I got it up here. You know what I mean? So I really needed to find somebody who just believed So in the midst of that, like I'm working day in and day out, doing outreach, bartering, and at the same time doing like side gigs because I still got to eat during this time. Um, And so 
the plan was to travel for a month and I need to raise the capital. And I also need to figure out who was going to go with me. You know, at the time, travel influencing and travel blogging wasn't a very validated career yet. And so, you know, as I'm reaching out to photographers, people are like, I ain't going. I ain't going. Whereas today, if I would have offered her an all expense paid trip to Southeast Asia for 30 days, people would be hopping on that. But at that time, it was like, mm, I don't want to miss out on my money. I can't be gone that long. And so I ended up connecting with a friend of mine from high school who had like minored in photography. And at the time they were in between jobs. And I was like, you know, this is what I'm working on. I don't really know how it's going to come together. Um, but you know, God has carried me thus far since I quit my job and so many people have been kind of looking out and, you know, are you down? And, you know, I remember him sharing with me, like, you know, a lot of us don't really talk about the faith that's required on this walk or talk about their relationship with God. And he was like, you know, I believe in you to the point to where he passed up two jobs thinking that I was going to get this funding together and get this trip together. And so that was the first time I had somebody like somewhat blindly believe in me. Cause mind you, like this was my first time in my life working on something that I wasn't sure was going to work. And so that's a different type of faith. Right. And so, you know, I'm pitching, doing outreach, you know, saying what I want to do and crickets. And then I connected with someone from my um, previous job who I had done events for. And I was like, you know, gave him the whole spiel. And essentially they're like, Lauren, I don't really know what it is that you're trying to do. But I haven't come across someone with this type of passion in so long. And it is igniting me to the point to where I'm willing to help you. You know what I mean? I'm willing to help you get this off the ground. And I got a $2,500 check. And I was like, holy shit. Like somebody that's not my family, that's not a close friend, believes that I can do this. And I was just like, like, I remember that day like it was yesterday. Like I remember being um, in New York and finally getting that, yes, like we're going to transfer the funds. And I was just like, oh my God, like just a couple months ago, this didn't seem like it was going to work. You know what I mean? I I didn't know how I was going to break through. And so from there, it kind of became one of those things where, you know, if you get somebody that's not family or friend to kind of buy in, that kind of validates your idea. So it's not hard to get other people to kind of fall in line. So I get this yes, right? And, you know, like I mentioned, once you get a yes from somebody that's not a family member, that's not a friend, it kind of validates you. It's like, okay, this is not because they have a close relationship or anything like that. It's like they actually believe in what you are trying to do. And so for me, I didn't go to family first because I wanted to prove to them that other people would buy into what I was doing. Right. And at the same time, I wouldn't say everybody was totally on board with the fact that I had left my job. Um, I will say that there wasn't any discouragement, though. Um, But it was kind of like, you know, I don't really know what she doing. But when I got that, yes. And I circled back to people in my network, you know, I started to get more yeses, started to accumulate and people started to um, be like, all right, we're going to see what she's going to do. And so I ended up raising close to like a grand between seven and a grand, I believe. 
and legit raised all of the money I needed literally like two days before we left. And I was in total just disbelief that like, yo, this is like really happening. I remember sitting on her couch saying, I want to go to Southeast Asia with zero dollars. You know what I mean? And the fact that we are now in Maine is just like, yo, we really about to go. You know what I mean? So like, I'm, you know, it's one of those moments where like, okay, you feel good about yourself. It's like, all right, I'm putting myself out there and people believe in me. And so we took the trip May 17th. It was actually my mom's birthday. I remember like it was yesterday um, and traveled through um, Hong Kong, Thailand, Cambodia, and yeah, but let, let's be clear though. We had a 120, maybe $150 camera from Walmart, like real simple in our phone. That was it. You know what I mean? And, but I knew I needed to kind of have a proof of concept. And I remember getting a whole bunch of can't stay put t-shirts made because I was going to pass them out or I was going to rock it every day because I wanted to be like in this uniform. So mind you, this is way before, you know, the the formula of building a brand that is very clear on social media today, right? Um, but, you know, I would want to cover all bases. And so ended up executing that trip, created all of this content, really started to brand myself as this inspirational explorer. And this was kind of that moment that officially like launched the brand, right? So I'm coming off a high, you know, people like that, you know, Laura, you doing this like you're inspiring, like Kimberly, you quit your job. You know, I'm feeling good about myself. And then, you know, I come back and it's like, okay, reality set in. So that's one project. You ain't make no money off of that. Like this is a part of building the brand. Right. So it was like, okay, that was a high. So now that I'm back in California, what's next? Now I'm back. In California, like, okay, what's the next project, Lauren? Like, how are you going to, you know, make this this trip work? You know what I mean? Um, At this point, you know, like I got a logo, I got a website, I'm updating blog and, you know, kind of talking about why I'm doing what it is that I'm doing, really wrapping my head around um, entrepreneurship or I wouldn't even say full on entrepreneurship because I really was just building a brand at this point. Didn't have any offerings or products or anything like that. Um, And so I'm really starting to step into what this lifestyle is, right? You know, the trip to Southeast Asia was like, okay, but now it was like, all right, reality starting to set in. But one of some of the things that I started to realize was how many people in my network were willing to help me. And that help really came from the dedication and commitment that I had shown them. Right. So I mentioned that when I quit my job, I gave up my apartment and I was committed to the nomad life for three years. And so I would hop between my best friend's couch in LA, my homie's couch in Oakland, Atlanta, New York. And I would just transfer between those places and out of the country because I didn't want to wear out my welcome. And so I remember somebody saying like, you know, you actually do have places to stay. And I was like, you know, I didn't know that people were going to open up their homes to me before I quit. That came from, I feel like stepping out on faith, right. And not necessarily being so boggled down with how this is going to work. And so I remember my friends in Oakland, um, two guy friends and, you know, I would 
be day in and day out on a computer all day. Like they will ask, you know, you want to go out, you want to hang out. I'm like, no. And what ended up happening is, is like, once you show people your commitment, it's just like, oh, she ain't on the couch. She ain't chilling. Like she is legit committed to this. So it wasn't hard for people to help or, you know, or at least open their homes to me because it was like, she committed, you know what I mean? Like, and they knew, you know, and I still tell them to this day, there will be a day you'll get a, a mystery check in the mail, right? Because I wouldn't be here without those people in that integral time. And I'll also say that I was broke. I wasn't poor, but I was definitely broke, which are two totally separate different things, right? And so during this time, I had to also start to figure out what side gigs could I work because I didn't I couldn't get a, a, a nine to five because I still needed to have my time to dedicate, um, you know, time and effort and energy to building this brand and get off the ground. But I needed to eat, too. And so I remember getting this promotional marketing gig that had me passing out sunglasses and tie dye shirts in downtown San Francisco. And I remember like Lauren, like just. You know, five months ago, you were planning, you know, $50,000 events for people like, you know, AIG, Pandora, because I was in the Bay Area. And I was just like, you know, what if somebody sees you? You know what I mean? And I remember thinking like, you know, what? I don't even really fucking care because this is a means to an end. I need to make this money so I can put it into the brand and get what I'm doing off the ground. But it was a very humbling experience because I'll be full transparent, you know, prior to me quitting my job, I was very superficial, you know, wanted to have the best, this, the nice shoes, you know, the whole nine. And so by me stepping into alignment and me beginning this walk of purpose, it really is a commitment to self growth. You know what I mean? And I started to realize like all that shit that I was, you know, holding a high regard didn't really even matter. And so I didn't mat- I didn't care about having the nicest this or having the nicest that. Like to this day, I still do my own eyebrows because of that time. Like I can afford to go get my eyebrows done, but I don't because all of those things I had to do myself, eyebrows, nails, the whole nine. Um, but then I started to realize in addition to those side gigs, like how do we bring bartering into play? Like what can I do in exchange for what can this person do? And of course, it's not as clear cut as that. You know, you want to network and, you know, build relationships and all that kind of stuff. But I know with me building my brand, I need to create content. I need to be around people who photographers, videographers, people who were in PR, media, the whole nine. And so it was like, okay, what can I bring to the table? And so that was kind of the beginning of like the strategic thinking of like, how can I get this off the ground or how can I start pitching myself to organizations and brands um, to get them to back what it was that I was doing after those first, I would say six or seven months, you, I started to realize that, you know, this ain't no walking apart, you know, this is not going to be easy. Yeah. You got to do your first major project, but that's only one major project. And so the reality of the situation started to settle in. So we're going to take a break and come back and really talk about, you know, what revelations kind of came from that. All right, we're back. So, you know, I dived into what the first, you know, five, six months were like really stepping into building this brand. And so, you know, now I want to take on the final stretch of the walk and kind of give you some takeaways that I learned from that that time period. The first is this journey was lonely. 
lonely as hell. You know what I mean? Because we know entrepreneurship is lonely in general. But when you add travel to it and solo travel to it, it becomes even more of a lonely journey. And also when you don't have a home to call your home, although you're staying with different people, it is still a level of loneliness, right? And the other thing that I realized is you have to be on when you're staying with other people, meaning, you know, I may want to be on the couch working, but if you coming in from work and you want to talk and sit down, I got to sit down and talk to you. You know what I mean? I can't not be forthcoming or just being available because I'm in your home. You know what I mean? The other thing that I realized is, you know, not having a place to call home was going to be a real big pill to swallow. You know, traveling out into the world, not coming home to your own bed, not showering in your own shower. You can't tell people to clean up their house because you ain't paying no rent. You know, you you have to be very accommodating. So it was a very humbling experience. And these are a part of the sacrifices, right? I mentioned on the last episode that there has to be a sacrifice for you. Amazing. But everybody's sacrifice will look different. But these are part of some of my sacrifices that I had to make. The other thing that I had realized that it was going to be a while before what I was doing was validated. There was still going to be a lot of people who were going to flat out ask me, how are you going to make money? Right. Because a lot of people who haven't pursued entrepreneurship or see you doing something that is non-traditional or hasn't been done before, their first go to is how are you going to make money. And that's also when I started to realize that some of these folks are dream killers. A lot of times they don't know that they're dream killers, right? And the dream killer could be your mom, your dad, your brother, friends or whatever. And so just by asking somebody how you gonna make money could kill a dream. Because like I said, a lot of these answers come from the journey. You know what I mean? And for me, I needed to build this brand to see like, what is it that I can do? And so I started to realize how I needed to watch who I surrounded myself with and also watch my energy, but also be okay with the fact that people are not going to see what I see. You know what I mean? And it's not for them to see. And so I'm starting at this point to really, truly understand what's ahead, you know, and also realizing that I'm happy I didn't know a lot of this before I started, you know, but I'm in, in the thick of it. And I'm excited. Like I'm not discouraged, but shit getting real. <laughs> so that wraps up another episode we made it to the end of our walk. I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode. Make sure you share with your friends and family. Leave a comment and a review. You can find me um, outside of here at lauren.rosa.miller on Instagram. Also my website, www.laurenrosamiller.com. And, you know, I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for pulling up.